Uh, uh, if you're going to be keeping your head down, by the way, drop the mic down lower. No. <laughs> I refuse. I'm coming in so fucking loud. It, it records me at like 10 times the volume. Oh. Anyway. You're good, clear now. Where am I here? Uh, Tuesday or something. Uh, yeah. Hi there. Happy Tuesday. January 26, 2021. I'm Eric talking at you from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where, hey, millennials, my generation taught you everything you know. We didn't teach you everything we know. <laughs> and we're never going to. <laughs> You're going to die with our secrets. Right? Yeah, we are. So quit trying to win because you won't. <laughs> You're not smart enough. You haven't experienced enough, and you just yeah. don't know enough. Let me tell you something. When you're 21 and you think you know everything, you don't know shit for another 15 years. Sorry. That's right. I, 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 was, I was you. I was just like you. I thought I knew shit. I did not. I was wrong. And the sooner you learn that, the better than me you'll be, you will be. And that's all I want for all of you. I just want you to be better than us. But you're not. You're stupider. <laughs> And I warned you. <laughs> Irregardless of what you think. <laughs> Irregardless. I warned you, bitch. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening, especially my millennial friends. Thanks for telling your friends. Uh, numbers are good-ish. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Some decisions I have to make today. Because everybody wants money, and I don't know who I'm going to pay and who I'm not. <laughs> Uh, big well, decisions, but you guys are great, and thank you for listening and uh, paying attention and all that stuff. And uh, just I, this little victory of mine today, which I'm not happy about. It's not the way I wanted things to turn out, but I told you it's not a competition. But if it turns into one, I'll fucking win. Mm. Nobody listens. Uh, I said that last week. I'm like, you think there's some sort of competition between us, but there isn't. Like, and if there ever is, I will win. <laughs> and. This person thought I was lying, and now she's unemployed, and I'm not. Not ideal. Not happy about it, but I warned you. But I think this made me think. I think there's going to be a little bit of a shift this year. I sent. I just get this sense that 2021 is going to sh- – sh- things are going to change a little bit, and you're going to want to be a little bit careful who you're throwing under that Me Too bus because I think the driver of that bus might just swerve, and then you're <laughs> fucked. I, I just get that feeling that tides are going to change a little bit this year. And uh, me and Kevin Spacey are going to fucking get drunk and have a cakewalk on your graves. It's <laughs> my prediction. That's your prediction. So give me a call, Kevy, whenever you're ready, buddy. Um, Yeah, I, got, I, get, I get that feeling that people are going to get fed up with this shit. I saw today a speech by Greta Thunberg, oh, God. and I was actually pretty impressed with what she had to say. I hate to admit it, but I like, I like the cut of her jib. Did she start anything off by saying, how dare you? Pretty much. <laughs> no, she just said, we're at a point now where like we can't fix this. She's like, we will not fix it in our lifetime. That's on you. And she's not wrong. Um, but haven't they I been don't... saying that for 40 years and nothing bad's happened? 
no, for 40 years, they've been saying, we better do something about this before it gets bad. And now it's bad. And we're like, well, yep, we were right. <laughs> they said that in the 80s, the 90s, and the beginning of the 2000s. Each, each decade, they say, if we don't get this fixed in 10 years, the world's basically going to fucking end. And nothing's well, it's not getting it's not getting any better. That's for sure. I liked her. It was a good speech. It was. It was I, I don't deny that we're fucking up the planet. I guarantee we are. I don't care. <laughs> but I, we definitely like it's stupid of us to think we're not. You can't just fucking rape and pillage any creature. You can't just poke it and prod it and take out all its insides and fucking expect it to be, like, healthy and happy. That's all the Earth is, is, like, a big fucking lab rat. We just keep poking it and taking shit out of it. Sooner or later, it's gonna fucking die. Yeah. I'll be dead before that happens, so I don't care. We probably... Well, I certainly will. Um, <laughs> I think... I don't know if even humans will be around <laughs> that much longer. That's like being just as concerned with, but but the the uh, the sun is expanding and the sun is gonna fucking wipe us out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. In, in three billion years. <laughs> Possibly, maybe, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. I know it's gonna happen. I know I can't trust math NASA math. <laughs> oh fuck. I haven't heard their prediction on it, but I'm sure it's ridiculous. They probably they, well, they don't give predictions. They go, Oh, it'll happen tomorrow or three million years. We don't know one or the other. <laughs> Either way it's overdue. <laughs> That's helpful. Thank you for that, NASA. How big's the asteroid? Oh, it's three meters or three hundred. <laughs> oh. Thanks for narrowing that down. <laughs> So it could be problem. catastrophic and destroy the Earth, or it could just be nothing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everybody look busy. Elon's coming. Those <laughs> 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 fucking guys. I wonder if they're going to take Julie Payette back at NASA now that she's unemployed. <laughs> Probably. That sucks. She was like, uh, the first Chris Hadfield. She's the female Chris Hadfield. It sucks that she was a crappy boss. Yeah. Chris Hadfield, the the Canadian astronaut. Oh, I know exactly who she is. from. Milton. She she was in space before him. She's the first woman in space. No, really? I'm pretty sure she was. Huh. Almost 100 percent sure. Huh. Which means nothing. I could be way off. I'm pretty sure it was her though. <laughs> Turns out she was just she was the last woman in space. It was going to be the Challenger one, but she didn't quite make it. <laughs> First woman we put on a rocket ever in the history, and the thing just fucking explodes <laughs> in glorious fashion. Like, jeez, that's I'm like live when I was in school. <laughs> I was not in school. We were home for the day for some reason. But my brother, God bless him, videotaped it, so we watched it over and over and over. <laughs> it's at this point you can hear the scream. <laughs> I it was much funnier when I was young. Now it's not quite as funny. I remember but when I was little. I, I remember. I don't being remember. Super stoked that teachers blew up. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, yeah, fuck you, teachers. Win win. <laughs> I'm not seeing the downside here. Where's the tragedy? I see big explosion and dead teachers. I'm not seeing a fault here. Can we do <laughs> again next week? <laughs> Seems like one for the good guys. 
that's wrong. Made a hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, and stayed home for that year. Go to work, teachers. Go teach kids. We don't want to. We're not smart enough to. I am. And hey, <laughs> if there are any teachers listening, teachers, just a little bit of advice. You know that there's like a huge thing of like a lot of kids with ADD and ADHD and things like that out there. Um, you can't teach them the same way as the other students. No. So when no, you, you yell at them for not paying attention, it's not their fault. And they shouldn't have to go on fucking drugs to appease your fucking lazy ass that you can't do your fucking job right. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Prozac. Remember Prozac when we were kids? Fuck, they were handing that shit out like... My parents knew candy. I had a. I was gonna fucking love drugs too much. They didn't. They didn't put me on nothing. I was highly recommended for a whole bunch, but my parents said, "No, he will enjoy it." <laughs> I believe that I am developing dyslexia as I get older. Oh, that's weird. But I am reading numbers totally backwards all the time at work. It's freaking me out. Like, and clearly reading them, and then I look and I had them all backwards. It's Dumb. So just numbers or words too? So far, just numbers. Well, I am numerically and regular dyslexic. But it's not like I don't see them like backwards or whatever. It's just they're jumbled. Like we, we like oh five oh four oh three will come out oh four oh five oh three, and it looks and that's what it looks. Look and it's not. Times, it looks it looks right. Yeah. And then I go and I pick something off that shelf and I get back and it's it was wrong and I'm like what the fuck? It's like it, for it was funny for a while now I'm genuinely scared. So anyone who like other than Gord who has dyslexia and wants to talk about it, come chat with us about it because yeah I've been told you can develop it later in life. I hope mine doesn't get worse. Fuck. <laughs> I I thought maybe you couldn't and that was like I was just like a hypochondriac about it, but no, you totally can. It can come on later. So. That sucks. Yeah, it's it's not it's not fun. Um, I've spent many a time where I've had to read the same like where I like, got reading a book. I have to read the same page three to five times before I yeah. Well, a what phone number I even read. A phone number will be all jumbled, and, uh, and it's fucking weird. It's and it's sucked when you're dyslexic by numbers. Oh yeah. Well, picking orders off numbered shelves all yeah. day is really a ton of fun. <laughs> When you get them all wrong, and my boss thinks I'm a fucking reject because I can't. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You can't pick things off a shelf and put them in a box? Nope. No. Not properly, anyway. That's, wasn't my, it doesn't say on my resume I can pick things off a shelf and put them in a box. Yeah, I didn't put that on there. You just assumed. I can identify a product and put it in a box. Oh, there's a big, you know what? I like the guy a lot and the company likes me a lot, but now they put all this pressure on me to be good because it came down to like a me or her thing and they're like, oh, we got to pick him. He's good for the company. And I'm like, fuck, now I got to totally work hard every day. Or that's not fair. Yourself enough. <laughs> <laughs> or I freak myself enough. Well, I think my work here is done, boys. <laughs> you fired her. I, I'm out. <laughs> we're, we're having a big. I was gonna quit. I was. She's fucked up because I was totally gonna just be like, you know what? I'm out. I, I don't want to piss off this little kid. It's stupid. I can work anywhere. But she fucking. She has shit can, and they booked my forklift training for next week. I'm like, they would be rude of me to not stay for that. <laughs> 
um yeah so yeah i gotta be good at my job i had, to I had my you last know, job i had to bug them because i was hired for forklift that was my job in the first fucking three the first three days i was there because i wasn't certified through the company even though i've been on and off forklifts my entire fucking life they would yeah you gotta be them. certified yeah so i've got they, that right now yeah so they're like well we gotta certify you in-house i'm like okay well we'll arrange it so for the first three days i literally just walked beside the forklift I wasn't allowed yeah. to be on it. I had to walk next to another guy. So I'm like, this is fucking getting retarded. I was locking in like, you know, 30,000 steps a day. It's just getting insane. So then finally after, then they put me online. So I wasn't just walking around all day. And then I'm like, is there any way? Yeah, talk to this one guy. So I talked to this guy. He's like, no, talk to this other dude. I'm like, all right. So I watched the other dude. I'm like, yeah. you fucking push me off to one more other guy. I swear I'm fucking going to burn this building down. He's like, well, what do you need? I'm like, I'm supposed to get certified. He goes, okay, hang on. Grabs a fork, comes over, goes, okay, here, hop on. I drove around for yeah. like two minutes. He goes, okay, can you do this? Yeah, do this. Lift it up, lift it down, tilt, the full, tilt, tilt it back. Pick up the skid, put it down. Yeah, okay, there you go. You're certified. Yep. I've been waiting three and a half weeks for this, and then now I guess. I had the credentials to certify people when I was at Dick's Lumber. Because <laughs> it costs a lot to bring those guys in. So you just train one guy on your staff to do it. Yeah. And then you save all that money. Uh, but I've been in the same thing. I'm like, Every day, I'm like, can I just hop on this and bring down this kid? They're like, no, you don't have the certificate. I'm like, you know, I've been certified 12 times. Yeah. Like, every two years, I get recertified ever since I was, like, eight. <laughs> I was practically born on one of these fucking things. Like, give me a break. At the one job at the tire recycling place I worked at in Vancouver, they didn't believe me. They got all shitty about it. So they just handed me the written test. They're like, okay, do it right now. And I was like, all right. Bing, 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 bing. It was a total fluke, but I was just like, bing, 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 bing. Didn't, not looking at the paper, like, dur, 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 like 100%. There you go, fucker. <laughs> it was awesome. It was such a fluke. I don't think I've ever done that well on that test. I've never done that well on any test. <laughs> it was just like, you can't do this. Oh, yeah? Really? Huh? Thank you. Not even looking at it. Hundred <laughs> percent. So good. And then now they're like, my boss is kind of getting shitty about it too. But every time I hop on the forklift, I run circles around everyone because I'm a ninja on them. I had that. I got but, a job working for a skid repair company, yeah, in Milton one one time, and uh, <laughs> just this broken down dude in a leather jacket. Like, oh come on, buddy, I'll fix you up. <laughs> okay, man, have some whiskey. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, so I work for this company and I'm sitting there fucking working and the guy's trying to figure out sort of what to do to me. I'm like, dude, I've been on every fucking forklift out there. Like, just put me on a fucking forklift. And fucking, and, but he like refused because he just didn't think I just knew what I was doing. He thought I was just shooting my mouth off. Meanwhile, yep. he has a guy who drove the forklift right through a brick wall. Um, Another guy drove through the other brick wall. And another guy who drove through a customer's fucking That's pickup cool. truck. <laughs> like, I mean, nice. guys, you'll let them drive one, but not me. So sure yep. enough, one day the boss, one of the guys calls the boss and he goes running out and they're outside. It was like fucking raining out and shit. So it's all puddly and dirty. So it's all outdoors. And, um, and they're all freaking out because one of the forklifts got, got stuck. And then, so they bring in the huge, big dually one with these massive tires. They bring that thing out because yep. well, that thing will never get stuck. Well, they got that one stuck. Of course. So, and they're all freaking out. They're like, well, we're going to have to call somebody. I'm, I'm like, what are you guys doing? He goes, oh, we got forklift stuff. So I'm like, uh, look, do you want me to fix this for you? Okay, fucking smart ass. Just go ahead. All right, no problem. Go out there. 
Get the big one out of the way. Grab the other one. There you go. They're clear. And the guy's like, how did you do that? Well, I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I turn back to the boss. I'm like, are you going to give me my, are you going to let me ride a fucking forklift now? Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to go back yeah, to the office and work yeah. in there. Yeah. Come on not. Dick. God. He ended up I like that. me a week and a half or two weeks later because I went home and uh, for lunch and I found out that my the phone company had disabled my phone line for like well I mean they were fully justified but they weren't supposed to because I just set up a payment plan with them and uh, so I was freaking out so I had to go down to like Bell directly or something like that which is down the down the fucking street and I had to deal with them directly it's this huge big fucking thing so I was I was late by an hour coming back from lunch and the boss fired me. Crazy. Like you're firing me? I said you realize I saved your fucking business three separate times now in the last two weeks, and I haven't asked for a raise yet. So, no, you were late. They yeah, don't care. Dick, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I had the opposite one time at a company where I had three forklift, three legit forklift certificates in my pocket, and he's like, "Are you certified?" Like I was on it without asking. He's like, "You can't be on that. You're not certified." I'm like, "Actually, I'm certified three times. Which one do you want here?" And I'm like flicking them at them here, here. I got three certificates, and then I got so mad that I totally just drove the thing out, like over uh, some plywood that broke, and I landed in a hole. And, like the the whole back axle went down in this hole, and I'm just like, no, oh, I fucked that up, and walked away. I'm done. Just fucked the forklift. I was on it for all of twelve seconds. It's like drove it into a hole. Oh yeah, I'm awesome. See ya. <laughs> That's what happens when you're three times certified. That's. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> but I was supposed to like drive off and be a ninja and fucking look all pimped. Oh, just drove it into a hole and fucking walked away. <laughs> Are you any good on this? No, I'm not. Burp. See? Look at look what I can do. <laughs> fucking just terrible. That was a long time ago. I was very young. As I first my I still wasn't in Vancouver. I was still living in North Van when that happened. That was uh Atlantis Roche. Hey Steve at Atlantis Roche, if you're listening. Um, you're still a douche. <laughs> Fuck you, dick. <laughs> I don't remember his last name. Oh, yeah, Roche. That's why it was called the company was called Roche. That was his name. I shouldn't say that on the air. It was someone else, not him. Different guy. I got confused. <laughs> Trust me, I'm going to be a politician one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a great politician because I've got the best arguments ever for everything. <laughs> I would be a horrible politician. I would be like Trump in the sense. I've figured out, I've mastered it because you. I can argue anything now. When I go, Gord, knife sharpening is the worst industry in the world and it needs to be stopped. And then you say, well, can you prove that? And I go, no. <laughs> and I just walk away. And I win. Right then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Try it next time you're wrong about something. It is fucking amazing how well it works. <laughs> Do you know this for a fact? No. No. <laughs> it's great. The room. And you're done. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm going to start getting start... around a microphone just for those moments. Yeah. Hold my exactly. <laughs> I'll have a whole... I'm going to carry a bunch of them. So I'll mic drop and then I'll take 10 steps and I'll be like, you could keep that. <laughs> if you're ever as smart as me, you can mic drop someone else. Exactly. If you're as smart as me, you'd still have your job, 21-year-old girl. I feel so proud of myself. It's disgusting. <laughs> I ruined a girl's life today. <laughs> I didn't. She did. Sorry. 
I, I don't, I wish I could feel, I, I said the best thing too. We shouldn't, this is not a podcast, but best line. She's like, cause I apologize. We, we apologize. We had this shitty interaction this morning and then the manager called us into the office and she apologized. And then I was like, yeah, I'm sorry for, I should have just let you do whatever you were planning on doing. And she's like, she's like, I feel like five minutes later, she's all huffy and he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't feel like he was sincere about that apology and I want him to say it and mean it when he says it. And I'm like, well, when I do, I will. <laughs> hey, you asked for it, honey. What do you want? I want you to mean it when you say it. <laughs> yeah, well, when I do, I will. So do a lot of people. Step in fucking line. <laughs> and then this afternoon, I didn't know what was going on behind my back, but she came running out like five minutes before we got off, and she's like, I can't wait for the day you fucking die. And I was like, yeah, well, you want to show up early? There's going to be a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and then she... She dropped a bunch of stuff walking out, and then she had to come back for it. It was really—it's like almost like a Wayne, like a Wayne's World movie where she keeps trying to leave, and for some reason she can't. Like she's trying to have the big, dramatic storm off, and she like drops her bag, and she's like, "Fuck!" She <laughs> storm off, and it gets caught up on the door. It's like, oh, this is so painful to watch. Like, then I started feeling bad for her. See, at that point, I think I would have just started pointing and laughing. I don't know. <laughs> I was, but yeah, you. Like, the amount of people who are like, I can't wait for the day that you die. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're going to have to book Rogers Arena. Fuck. Um, I want to I want to read you something. Um, uh, fuck, where, where did I put it? I do have something i got to talk about, too. Sorry, guys, for this banter. This was not important at all. I'm sorry. Um, forklift stuff is stupid. We already have an episode about that. <laughs> Well, I have something I want to read you. Completely nothing to do with any of this. I am all ears. It is just an it's just an awesome story, and I love this story because well, I'll just I'll explain it all. So, I'm just gonna call the whole thing out because I think he listens to the show every once in a while. Uh, it's my buddy Eric Hughes. Eric, what's up, buddy? Uh, he was the bass player in the band Monine. Hey, Eric, that's a good name, yeah, buddy. He's got a great first name, um, and he doesn't have a first name of a last name, so he's even cooler. Um, cool. <laughs> So anyway, so he he just had this sort of random story. So he says, so we were in Baltimore recording the Red Tree album, and we were watching a lot of that show, 24. Personal big fan of that show. I really liked it. One with Kiefer Sutherland. I thought it was stupid because 20, 10, 10 years later, it, it's supposed to be 10 days later, but it would be 10 years later because the show takes a year, but it's only one hour, right? So it, t Kiefer Sutherland would look 10 years older, but it's only supposed to be a week later. What? Because every episode is 24 hours. No, every episode is one hour. Each season is Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Each, yeah, each season is 24 hours. So 10 seasons down the road, oh. it's only been 10 days, but they're all 10 years older than when the show started. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be right. Good thing it was canceled after three seasons. <laughs> exactly. That's probably why. Shit. They're like, fuck, Kiefer's starting to look old as shit. What do we do? <laughs> it's been a rough fucking two, two days. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, we got on that. Sorry, I agreed. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so, yeah, so we were watching a lot of that show, 24. So anytime Jack Bauer would say the line, there's not enough time, we would take a drink. Um, well, anyways, so fast forward many years later, and Kiefer Sutherland comes into my L&M guitar repair shop. 
skips the line and asks for me to put strap locks on his guitar strap. I didn't recognize him at first and gave him so much shit. First, you really skip the line, and you can't even put your own strap locks on. He said, seriously, there's not enough time. And it wasn't until later that I realized I just got Jack Bauer to tell me personally that there's not enough time. That's <laughs> mind <pretty> blown. Awesome. <laughs> I just love this. Just, oh. That's so true. It's just amazing that Keeper Sullen even pulled that line out of his ass for that. It's so good. <laughs> I, I wonder if he did it on purpose. He's a pretty funny kid. Yeah. I do think it's great because the one thing I always loved the show was every time he always yelled, uh, damn it, Chloe. Uh, that was his big thing. He always yelled at the one chick, Chloe. And he's always, damn it, Chloe. Damn it, Chloe. <laughs> it's just, I tried to drink with that one, but I couldn't handle the alcohol poisoning. He had a uh, fairly popular show after that, though, too. I forget what it was, but he, he did something after 24. Yes. That um... was good, too. He's, that kid's cool. I yeah, like him. I like him. He was, he was docked. How do you not like him? Yeah, I call him. He, I you see. I see he, him as one of the goats. You can't not like Doc. Yeah. What was his? Was he Doc Holiday? Mm. Doc somebody. I don't remember. Oh. Every if if you were in Young Guns, you get a pass in my book. Like even Patrick Dempsey, all of them. If you were one of the Young Guns, you win. You're you're cool in my book for the rest of your life. <laughs> the movie was so good. Even Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen was in it for like 12 minutes. <laughs> and it's the he's longest like the he's ever one. been sober in his life. <laughs> he's the first one to get killed. He gets shot in the toilet. <laughs> Shitty. Um, but yeah, if you're anyone, Lou Diamond Phillips, you're awesome. You get to be awesome, even though you've never done anything. You did that in La Bamba and then disappeared off the face of the earth. You're still awesome. Yeah. No, he didn't. He's he was on a TV show for a really long time. He's done lots of shit. He was also in one of the event, one of the Marvel movies. He was in Doctor Strange. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah he does lots of stuff. He didn't. Um, but he's still awesome. <laughs> Christian Slater, he was in one. He's just he gets, awesome he's because awesome. of pump up the volume. He's just awesome anyway. Not just pump up the well, volume. Chris, everything Christian Slater does is cool, <laughs> except for that weird meth movie with the monkey. That was dumb. <laughs> Forget what that was called. What was that, that fucking was a... Broken Arrow? <laughs> oh, Broken Arrow's great. That's the girl from Pump Up yes, the Volume. It the, it's their big reunion. <laughs> and uh, that was John Travolta before Pulp Fiction. Yep. So he hadn't made his big comeback yet. <laughs> and uh, he was pretty crap. He was on his way going up. And then he did that 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 space one. What the fuck was that called? Well, it's the Scientology. Yeah. It's, it's a Scientology movie. Which one? Battlefield it's written Earth? by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. written by L. Ron Hubbard. It's all Scientology. <laughs> the movie is so bad. <laughs> I never saw it. I didn't bother. I think Halle Berry's in her underwear in it, but that's not enough to make me want to see it. No. <laughs> it's like that other movie Halle Berry's in where she was topless, um, where that guy was like a bad hacker. It was like the worst hacking movies ever. Um, Which one is that? I can't even think of the name of it. It's uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, God. And he plays a hacker, and you literally just see him where his hands just drift over top of the keyboard as he's typing. It's just... Oh, isn't that the same movie? Oh, no, you're, that's, uh, that's uh, what the fuck? Swordfish. Swordfish, that's the one. That's it. <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman is a terrible actor. 
He's crap in everything. He might be good as Wolverine. I have no idea. Yeah, but it. he in everything else, he's poo. There, no, the only other thing he's also good with is anything, any little skit he does with Ryan Reynolds. Okay. That's it. <laughs> well, Wolverine until they have and a skit Ryan show. Reynolds. <laughs> until they have a skit show together, <laughs> that doesn't really matter much, does it? Not really. <laughs> they did a great one where they were where uh, Hugh Jackman said, look, you know, like out of all the times that, you know, we've been making fun of each other, he goes, I want to do something nice. He goes, so here I did this commercial about your aviation gin and he did this commercial and it was a beautiful commercial shot really, really well. It was beautiful as well, worded, really nice things to say. It was very nice and sincere. And Ryan Reynolds was like, he said, he's like, oh, and he was like, yeah, so you're going to play the video you did of my thing? He's like, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, we, we can't. No. <laughs> so they end up playing it. And Ryan <laughs> is just mocking on the shit out of him the entire time. Like just ripping him oh, apart, awesome. making fun of his fucking, the, the charity he's a part of and everything. Jeez. <laughs> so heartless. It's amazing. I'm still trying to get Ryan Reynolds because he's back in the area working on Deadpool 3. Yep. I'm uh, trying to get him on the Eric and Gord movie still. I have no idea how to get a hold of him. I'm just randomly trying to see, like, talk to people I think might know him. He would probably come on our podcast. And just be like, yeah, but I want him in our movie. I want him on the podcast I want first. Him to... so then once he knows us, then he can be in the movie. I want, to be, I want him to be, uh, like, probably the greeter, I think. The greeter, the guy who, like, brings Gord into the company. <laughs> He's awesome. He's my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> or Ryan Reynolds could be the boss, like the head robot guy. He's cool, but he's old. Ryan Reynolds would have to play an old guy. There's, he could have any role. I don't care. He could be Eric. <laughs> Fuck, he could be. He could play me. I'd be honored. <laughs> he's face it. He's the parts. skinny, good-looking, rich version of me, anyway. Well, there you go, right? <laughs> and that's what you are in the movie. <laughs> I just watched the one episode with the girls in it. Fuck, is that ever funny? When when the girl robots are talking about oh. him. It's like, have you seen the new guy? Yeah, I think his name is like Garth or something. And Eric's like, oh, Jesus Christ. You gotta be freaking kidding me. I fucking hate this guy already. <laughs> they're talking behind his back, and then he just turns around. He's like, it's Gord, retards. It's, I think it's Garth or Gary. It's Gord, idiots. How would you know? It's like, as if he would even talk to you. Literally all we do. <laughs> it's like literally all we do. There's actually, there's a really great line. Too. It's like, as if you know him. And it's like, yeah, he's my only, I mean, my best friend. <laughs> my, yeah, we're not going to fuck that. He's my only, I mean, my best friend. It's not my only friend. I got lots. <laughs> As if he would even talk to you. That's literally all we do. That's a funny-ass episode. Has I he like ever talked to you? Bit, nobody them. talks to me. Shut the fuck up. I should make new episodes. Oh, so good. That, that's when they're like, the weird head factory called. They want you back. I'm like, yeah, well, they need you both back at the shut up Atorium. <laughs> What does that even mean? It means shut up! <laughs> Do I have to spell it out for you? <laughs> you guys should go to Facebook, and the videos are on Facebook somewhere. If not, I'll repost them. It's the 
Eric and Gord robot show that has no name. It's just the Eric and Gord in the future, and we're robots, and it's fucking funny as shit. And the episodes are, I think the longest one is a minute and a half. <laughs> so it's good, like it's palatable. You can do a whole season at once. It's like, it's qu- it's quicker than Robot Chicken. <laughs> it is, yeah, and funnier. <laughs> Although Robot Chicken does have the line that coined my new band name, so well, possibly. <laughs> Because I, I would love to call my band the Aluminum Falcon. <laughs> like that, that is hands down one of the greatest things ever created. It's the funniest line, just the way he says what it. The hell is an Aluminum Falcon? <laughs> what the fuck is an Aluminum Falcon? What do you mean the Death Star's gone? What the fuck's an Aluminum Falcon? And that's it. That's the whole. It's the funniest fucking scene. <laughs> that whole skit is absolutely genius. There's another one with um. <laughs> Skeletor that's fucking hilarious and I can't remember it. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of them with him that they've done. Um, did you ever see the, the first funny thing, thing... With Skeletor and He-Man doing the dance from Dirty Dancing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing about Robot Chicken is I is one of those shows that people said, you have to watch this show. You will fucking love it. And I was like, all right, then I will never watch it. And I hate it. <laughs> and I just I do that. I don't know why I do that. But I do it. And people are like, you have to watch this. And I'm like, okay, well, then I never will. So thanks for that. And now, how many times has that backfired then, when you've watched it again later? <laughs> I, well, here's the thing. I was staying with my friend Dave, and he had two seasons. And I don't know where he was, but he was gone for the day, and I was just hanging in his bed. So I put in one of the seasons, and I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my life. <laughs> and then I had to deny it for years. It's like, oh, you watched it? I was like, yeah, I watched it. So like, did you like it? No. Hated it. <laughs> No, and I was totally lied. I lied to everyone for years. <laughs> did you ever see the one they did where with remember Cuddles the Bear for for Smuggle Faber Softener? I do, of course. Where they said that where they did the tagline where basically um, the the bear is like you know all dirty, takes it and he launches it, or he starts touching the bear. He's like, oh, you're so soft, and he takes it to the back room and fucking rapes it. And then he comes no, out with no. the bear, and the bear's all, like, tattered and shaking and all upset. Like, you touched me in my no-no, you know? So he throws it in the fucking laundry machine again, and he comes up, goes, look, you're all clean. The bear's like, yes, it's all clean. It's like it never happened. He goes, yes. He's like, you're so fucking soft. And goes at it again. The tagline at the end says, Snuggles Fabric Softener, we're rapingly soft. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you touched me in my no-no. <laughs> um... <laughs> did you finish reading your thing? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. I have another one. I got a, I got another one to read because this is great. We're coming up on our third three hundredth episode, everybody. I don't know if you know that, but that's a pretty landmark yeah. uh, number for podcasts. Three hundred episodes, uh, three hundred downloads, I think. Um, <laughs> three hundred episodes and, and twelve downloads. <laughs> it's it's almost our hundredth episode. Yeah, we're gonna celebrate our hundredth episode now that we're on three hundred. Uh, that's pretty cool because I rem- our hundredth episode was a big monumental fucking celebration failure, and um, but this is from almost a year ago. This is February third, twenty twenty, and I don't remember ever writing this, but Facebook it's a Facebook, and they're like, "Hey, you should remember this," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And it's from back when I said that when when we take over the number one spot, we will offer Joe Rogan a job. 
<laughs> I so that. I posted a coming soon ad for Eric and Gordon Joe. What if we're right? Except for Joe, <laughs> which was going to be the name of the show. <laughs> Eric and Gord. What if we're right? Except for Joe. Because <laughs> Joe's wrong. So it says, Eric and Gord are above average Canadians who together possess a special quality of leadership that inspires allegiance and devotion. Two years ago, they decided to combine their intellectual superiority and attempt to deliver their message forecasting the imminent devastation of the human race and offering a simple, easy-to-implement roadmap to salvation. Lacking the financial resources to affect the change they understand to be absolutely imperative, Eric and Gord have taken on the world of podcasting to deliver their message of hope to everybody who will listen. And make no mistake, everybody should listen. <laughs> Currently poised to completely dominate the podcast universe with a show that's equal parts brilliant, hilarious, emotionally explosive, heartwarming, and unavoidably contagious, Eric and Gord are more determined ever than to recruit as many people as possible to utilize the very easy-to-understand guidelines to a happy and productive future. Fuck. <laughs> uh, it's, it keeps going. Um... In the days to come, Eric and Gord, What If We're Right, will be the undisputed number one podcast on the web, and the host will graciously allow Joe Rogan to join them and spare him the embarrassment of his gigantic collapse and fall from grace. Listen to all the archived episodes of Eric and Gord, What If We're Right, and get on board with their mission to save the people of Earth while you still have time. And ask yourself while you listen to the best podcast the internet has ever known, what if they're so right? good. That was February 3rd of last year. Absolute genius. Um, And (laughs) prove me wrong. That's the new catchphrase of the world. Prove me wrong. You don't hear about Joe's role in the podcast that much anymore. Not since he switched over to Spotify and became Spotify exclusive. Never hear his name mentioned anywhere. We might be Spotify exclusive if I don't fucking figure out some money here. Um, <clears throat> it's not true. We just might not be posting for a couple days. So that's fun. Stay tuned for our 300th episode. I think it's next Tuesday, and we'll do something great for you guys. It'll be really fun and funny, and there'll be lots of entertaining stuff. News is slowly starting to happen again. Which is fantastic. Uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. A lot of, a yeah. lot of Biden. A lot of Biden. I have some amazing Canadian news for you, by the way. The dude know. does not a Biden. Uh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, uh, I yeah, just thought ahead. this was genius. So there's a couple from Vancouver. I'm going to call them out. His name is Rod Baker, and his wife's name is Ekatrina. Oh, are these the two that went to Alaska? Yeah. Or they went, they to, went to the Yukon to yeah, a I remote First Nations community. <laughs> and they posed or went there. Well, they, they went there specifically to fraudulently get their COVID-19 vaccination shots. Um, so they like literally went there, posed as local workers so they could get their Moderna vaccine. Um, I still haven't vetted this story yet. It's pretty awesome <laughs> if it's true. I just hope it's true because it's amazing. Uh, just just to give an idea, the uh, there's 93 residents in this community. <laughs> like, 
could you pick a more remote like how would you not get noticed <laughs> that's a great You're way the to only do white it. people out of an indigenous group of <laughs> 93 well there could be some white looking natives that <laughs> happens all the time and i mean they're obviously they're they're millionaires they got a ton of money um so this is just what the geniusness of this is I just want to be careful and say I have no reason to believe that this story is true yet. I I did come across it. At I'm work reading today. it off of Al Jazeera. Um, they usually do a pretty good job. Yeah, of I'm still stories before they publish them. I'm still questioning it, but I will get back to you guys on it. I I hope it's true. I really do. <laughs> Thank. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it's very exciting if it's true. I like it. But yeah, and you know what? Good. You got your vaccine that doesn't work. Are you proud? And so you they been, they they were apparently they were charged for I don't even know what yet. I'm still trying to figure that part out. Oh, they were charged here it is. Um I um, they were charged with failing to quarantine for 14 days on arrival in the Yukon. Uh, with that, and yeah, there's no charges in BC, there can't be because there's we don't have any uh, travel restrictions. The other yet. charge was having failed to behave in a manner consistent with their declaration. Oh, yeah, that's bad. That's CBSA crap. So, the each of them were fined. Yeah. Uh, eleven hundred and fifty dollars for the quarantine, and that's all I can really see about it so far. Uh, nah, I'm sure the they care. <laughs> Fucking genius. Um. <laughs> yeah, if it's true, it's awesome, and you're gonna hear a lot more stories like that. Or hopefully, like people are smart enough to cover them up, like these two meatheads <laughs> weren't, but. A lot of people are going to be doing shit like that. It's already been announced everywhere that First Nations com communities are getting top priority. They'll get the vaccine before anyone um, because we know COVID's running rampant in fucking Nunavut. The Yukon's had, what, six cases? Um, Yukon has 11 people. That's a big deal up there. Unreal. Fuck. When they were all crying at the beginning, oh god, we need more protection <laughs> from what? Nobody's going there the ever. That reaches you is you could only get it from people. <laughs> what would a fucking Chinese person be doing in the Yukon? Not that they have to be Chinese to spread it, but come on, <laughs> we all know the truth. <laughs> we know China. It's all right. Do you want to hear? You're a really forgiven, weird... apparently. Headline title: Iran approves sure. Russia's Sputnik V COVID nineteen vaccine. Iran awesome. approved it. Well, I guess so they can use it <laughs> in Iran, and that's probably the only place they can use it. Hey, you maybe I don't want to like in, kick you while you're down, kids. But come on, Russia, are you gonna just fucking name everything Sputnik? Like everything's always spot. Come up with you two did words. One yeah. thing, jackasses. <laughs> What's this? Oh, Sputnik. 
the vaccine. What's this? Oh, Sputnik this the animated Sputnik movie. What's this? Sputnik the fuck. You can't all be Sputnik. Apparently, jackasses. Pooty? You don't know two words, Pooty? You're that uncreative? The steroids <laughs> rotting your brain? I'm going to get shot. So Iran approved their... Who gives a shit? Okay, good. Let Iranians take it. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. Let me know how that works out. And all the people defending... Uh, uh, Jesus, there's just like a retarded amount of people defending the, all the deaths at the from the first vaccinations. All the people who died and had bad yeah. allergic reactions and stuff. And they're like, oh, those people, now they're saying my line, those people were on the verge of death anyway, and uh, it probably wasn't the vaccine that killed them. It was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. That's my whole argument that you deny. And then you use it against me for the reason why the vaccine's okay. Like, oh, those people were going to die anyway, and the vaccine just pushed them like that much closer because they shouldn't have been vaccinated. They were so close to death, they shouldn't have been vaccinated. Oh, but they should be saved. And this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is the worst thing ever because those people are dying. But the vaccine killed them and it's still good and we should use it because they were going to die anyway. You feel dumber when you say it out loud, Didn't don't you? Didn't I say I feel dumber every time I have to say, that's what I said six months ago. They're all dying anyway. It's sad. I hate it. I don't like when people die. It's stupid. I wish it didn't happen, but it does, and they're old. Oh, God. Well, what would you say if it's your grandma? She just died. She's <laughs> a lovely woman. I adored her to death, but she 98 years old. It wasn't a sad thing. <laughs> Shit just happens, man. Maybe I am a monster. <laughs> yeah, when you're 98? Absolutely. Fucking God forbid I live to 98. Oh. I'm checking out at 75 with your permission or not. I've had three separate psychics in three different days in three different towns tell me that I will die at the age of 76. I'm okay with that. That's a good, respectable yeah, age. I'm okay with that. My body started crapping out on me when I was 36. You think I want to keep going another 60 years after that? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, you've already had MRSA. Do you really want to push that? Jeez, yeah. Do you really want to push that envelope? And that shit sticks around like herpes. That could come back at any time. <laughs> I don't think... That's a lovely thing. I have mind. a feeling, Eric, you'll never see that again. I certainly hope not. Not yet. I still get, like, it hurts when I shave because of the scar on my lip. Which ended up being um, unnecessary, right? Totally unnecessary and almost killed me. <laughs> because the poison from the infection was pouring into my mouth. She's like, don't swallow! <laughs> You're a good doctor. I hope you take care of me when COVID comes. Hey, doctor, please don't ever do porn. <laughs> don't swallow. <laughs> oh, she was super hot, too. That was annoying. But it's funny that she stabbed me in the face because her name was Dr. Pierce. That was hilarious. <laughs> That's so good. 
Hey, Dr. Pierce, what are you to do? Oh, I'm going to pierce your face for no reason. <laughs> just because cool. that's what my name says to do. I'm just like a cadaver. Hmm. My, anyway, that's good. That's fun stuff. That's a good trip down memory lane. That's some fun stuff. <laughs> I like memories. Oh. Um, <laughs> what else do I got? I got nothing. I just got some shit about Israel. I'm right, by the way. Israel's going to fuck some shit up, too. Doesn't wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, we are now being called out for being complicit in the systemic racism of Israel and their Jewish uh, domination goals. They're trying to destroy that whole area and take over Palestine, and in, in because they they think Jews are superior. And it's a racist attitude. It's been going on for years, and we're complicit in it. And yeah, we totally are. By the way. But we did vote against them this year, and now we're being called out for it. But Israel's getting called out on all kinds of injustices and stuff, and they're not going to take it lightly. Yeah, because if there's one thing I know about Israel, it's they don't like to be called out for their shit. No, they do not. They'll just kill some bitches. They will kill Jews for that. <laughs> they'll kill, well, they'll kill Palestinians. Oh, they Sorry. want the Jews. <laughs> they're, they're trying to... <laughs> They're trying to show that the Jews are superior. So by killing a bunch of Jews, probably going to let lessen their the impact of their statement. I have some, but, uh, I have some uh, on this day in history. Let's do that. That sounds like a great idea instead of me babbling on. Um, okay. Um, On this, uh, day, this day in... You meant today, right? In 1966. Actually, no, wait. Cool. Apparently in the year 66. <laughs> no, that's a long time that's ago. a long time ago. Uh, the fifth recorded um, passage of Halley's Comet. In 66? In the year 66. And they recorded it. Uh, yep. I would think they would be preoccupied with other things at the time, yeah, but apparently not. I went down in '66, <laughs> like literally just '66. <laughs> this is what it just says. That's, That's cool, though. That's yeah. awesome. The fifth. Wait a minute. Doesn't Haley's Comet pass every seventy some years? Yes. So in '66, it hadn't even been seventy years. And they've only been documenting time for 66 <laughs> years, but it passes every 70-something, and it's the fifth time they've noticed? That is some NASA math there. I, um, yeah, I can't argue that. It, Haley's Comet passes every 75 years. What year is this, 66? How come it's going by for the fifth time? Something that up there. Um... On this day, in 1482, the Haley's comment went by again. <laughs> what? For the 74th time. Sorry. Um, the Pentateuch, which is the Jewish Bible, is the first printed is first printed as a book in Bologna, Italy. Really? In, in 18 what? 1482. Jesus. <laughs> That's a ironic thing. So to 1482 but, um, years Jesus. after Jesus. 
They made the Bible. <laughs> the Jewish Bible. The Jew. Um, this one you'll love, Eric. That's a uh, long time ago. It's a very long time ago. Jewish. Um, on this day I in 1998, do. President Bill Clinton said, I want to say one thing to the American people. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. <laughs> not relations with that woman. I... <laughs> sexual. Hummer, <laughs> that doesn't count, does it? <laughs> you sure there's no stains? Is that sexual? The, Are you sure? All right, I take it back. <laughs> and oh my god, that ain't mine. <laughs> That's not my semen. That's somebody else's. That oh, and nobody cared. Like no, but like, could you imagine today? Nobody. Well, we didn't have it. to look what happened to Trump. <laughs> he fucked a porn got... star. <laughs> Two consented to do something. Oh, let's ruin the country. <laughs> it's so stupid that that's what he got in people. I've I've heard things since then, but that really shouldn't have factored into anything. No. And that poor woman's life got destroyed. No one ever talks about her anymore. Mm-hmm. Her life was ruined. She couldn't get a job. She couldn't do anything. She was the laughing stock of the country. And why? She was a rising star in the political world. And that fucking destroyed yeah. her. It was so unfair. She got, she just, it ruined her life. <laughs> and she got nothing out of it. Didn't even pay a fucking money shot. Not at all. No, that's just, it sucks. It sucks for her. And Monica, if you ever listen to our podcast, you got a raw deal and I like you and I wish it didn't um, happen. Also on today. Yep. You know, I can't help you now. I got nothing. <laughs> Sit or swallow whatever you want to do. Um, you could be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I don't either or. Um, She's actually not bad. Also on this day in 1920, she lost a bunch of weight there. John Logie Baird, uh, he gave the first public demonstration of television in his laboratory in London. (laughs) I mean, Logie Baird. Logie Baird. Hey, boo boo. 1926. Logie Baird. Sounds. Yeah. In 1922. 26. And nobody really, it didn't catch on until like the 60s. Oh, it was ridiculously yep. expensive and probably poor technology. And nobody had TV shows. Uh, so to own a TV was probably pretty fucking pointless. But yeah, um, yeah that's crazy. That it was like, uh, it was, was like 40 years. It just waffled. Yeah. And it was like a World yeah. Fair or something it debuted at. The board. Um, yeah. I believe it's laboratory, laboratory when it's that old. In my laboratory. <laughs> I like when old. That's that's <laughs> that, that's what the English people call laboratory. <laughs> I like that. 
aluminium. On this day, these are the things I kind of giggle about. I have aluminium in my I laboratory. I don't know how they know this. Like just somebody wrote it down the date. But on this day in 1654, the Portuguese troops conquered the last Dutch base on Reckliff. There you go. I just so. Ah, there you go. Take that, Dutchies. Is that good? I don't know if that's good or bad. Or there's a lot of well, conflict in Europe. Just to give an idea in, on that like one. before um, I met. Twelve uh, years like later, the world mattered. Sixty-six. I don't know who was good and who was bad. England and Munster. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go for you, France? Um, here's a neat one. In 1697, I bet Isaac bad. receives John <laughs> Bernieroli's six-month time limit problem. So it was a math. It was a math problem that has a six-month time limit. Um, he solved the problem before going to bed that same night. <laughs> Way to go, Isaac Newton. That's some goodwill hunting shit. Oh, man. Um, Way to go, Sir Isaac Will Hunting. Yeah, no, not as they say it. That's cool. I don't know anything about Isaac Newton. I know the Apple thing is not true. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a fine line. Uh, but I don't know much about him. Seems like a cool guy, though. Or, or insane. It, it is, especially with guys like that who are just so genius. They're always trying to top what they did. They come up with something, one genius thing, and then they go fucking nuttier than um, you can imagine. On this day in 1700, a magnitude 8.7 to 9.2 earthquake took place off of the west coast of North America. Uh, because of Japanese records. How would they know what the magnitude was back then? They didn't have mag <laughs> they didn't have magnetometers back then. Seismograph would that would be, guys. I'm not I'm not that dumb. Magnetometers, magnetometers, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> could the Japanese measure that four hundred thousand four when seventeen hundred? I don't know. What's a magnitude? Shut up! It's I almost nine. I think there might be a little bit of uh, no, guesswork involved there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still going. It's like the Energizer And that was when Fukushima started leaking. And it still is. <laughs> right, eh? <laughs> yeah, except it's spewing radiation in the world. Good thing there's a new Godzilla movie coming out this year. I just hope they it looks pretty cool. They better not get all story riffic on it. Just fucking have him destroy shit. Yeah. Well, they probably will, but it's it's got it's uh like King Kong versus Godzilla or whatever. <laughs> I Did don't want a bunch Rampage, of story. By the way? I don't want a bunch of humans. I want it to be a Rampage the video game as a movie. I'm just like, dude, come on. <laughs> no, of course not. I had the rock. I don't watch rock movies. I gave I gave him a chance. I watched the fucking uh, Roadhouse ripoff he did. 
where it was a casino instead of a bar, but it was just Roadhouse with The Rock instead of Swayze. It was like exactly the same movie. I'm like, fuck off. I gave him that one, and that was it. After that, I just I don't watch things with The Rock now. That's 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 a jump. The and he's doing the Fast and the Furious in space. space so that you're jumping the shark. Great, good rock. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, he doesn't. Even I didn't it. know Vin Diesel does lots of stuff, and he has an album out, by the way, and it's terrible. Uh, oh yeah, he's he's got an album. It's awful. It's crap. Hip hop junk. I'm still amazed um, that he was the voice. He sings voice just like he talks, so you can imagine what a great record it is. I didn't believe it. I had to listen to it. I worked at it. He hasn't done anything worth watching except for the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant was his best acting ever. Um, and anyone who's seen that cartoon knows what I'm talking about. He played. He played the Iron Giant. It's a great movie. It's Jennifer Aniston and Harry Connick Jr. And I don't. I think it's Haley Joel Osment. In fact, yes, it is. Jennifer Aniston, Haley Joel Osment, and uh, Harry Connick Jr. It's a cartoon about a kid who finds a robot, <laughs> and uh, it's basically just um, short circuit, but a cartoon. <laughs> it's a giant robot, and it just goes, bah, bah, and that's Vin Diesel does the voice of the robot. Uh, he doesn't actually say a word. He's. Bah, bah. And that's how he talks in every other movie. You know, I've just when movie. I thought Triple X couldn't, there couldn't it's be a basically much like movie the than animated that. version of Triple X. Triple X with fucking Ice Cube. Oh, that movie was so bad. Ice Cube? What are you thinking? Like, Vin Diesel, I could see. Like, <laughs> you're he's, he's big and scary. <laughs> but yeah. Ice Cube, like, you're not the sequel to that. The Rock makes yeah. sense when you're when Vin Diesel's too old to do Fast and the Furious. You replace him <laughs> with The Rock. That's perfect. That's equal. You don't replace him with oh, fucking man. Kumar. So, <laughs> so on this day in seventeen eighty four, Benjamin came Franklin out on Friday. Uh, publicly expresses unhappiness over the eagle as America's symbol. <laughs> Benjamin he Franklin wrote the ridiculous. original script for Triple X, starring himself. Uh, why would he not like the eagle? Well, yeah, it's the American. He was wrong, but it's like the most <laughs> iconic American thing ever. I think Ben Franklin's a stupid <laughs> idea. <laughs> Doesn't say what a jackass thing that's, to do. That's all you get. What? <laughs> I, what did he want instead? Does you see it that sparrow out front? Yeah, that one. Beer. He wanted the beaver. We were like, fuck you, that's ours. <laughs> yeah, like, the eagle is still yeah, better right. than the beaver. Beavers kick ass. I don't care. <laughs> I, we should have went with the bear. I would have went with the bear. I see bears all over the place. I've seen one beaver my whole fucking life. They're awesome. They're they're fun. I, saw the, I like I, watching them. There was one in North Van who was the I don't best. Know I, tell the difference in sex I liked him a lot. I used to um, visit him quite often. No, maybe um, or her. I, I have no um, idea. When I was um, 
And I was dating that girl from Brazil. I wasn't going to get uh, that close. We walked out. We walked over to uh, to go up the uh, Capilano Trail, and uh, after just before we started the trail, we sort of popped down by the water underneath the bridge, and we just started chilling out. And as we were chilling, out, all of a sudden, a little family of fucking beavers had come by. Yeah, so we we saw them, and she was like, she was like, oh my god, I finally get to see a Canadian beaver. It's probably the same one. That's where I used to go watch them. <laughs> there it is, right? <laughs> Um, so on yeah. this day in 1808, I, mean, I, the, I don't know why it's called this, but the Rum Rebellion happened. Terrible. The Rum Rebellion was the only success, successful, albeit short-lived, armed takeover of the government of Australia. The Rum Rebellion. There we go. That's all it tells me. Huh. Was it by... Maybe. Or it's maybe it's a bunch of rum makers. Jamaicans? You think it would be Jamaican? Well, which would be Jamaicans. And uh, and that's what I just I'm not just being a jackass. The Aboriginal people of Australia are of Jamaican descent. That's why I thought maybe they had something to do with it. Well, um, that's why their abos are black 1838, people. So only because they're originally from Jamaica. After that, Tennessee enacted the first prohibition law in the United States. Not so well. <laughs> How'd that work out for you, guys? We'll have to ask Jeffrey about that next time we have him on. Oh. Um. Right. Prohibition always works well. It's it's history proves it. It's a great um, tactic. Look at the war on drugs. Been so effective. Yep. That's right. Prohibition is probably one of the most jackass no. things America came up with. And it wasn't just America, it was up here too. Just not <laughs> not quite to that degree. The hard liquor is okay. Because we'll, we'll, we'll we were like, Yeah, yeah, yeah we we'll, we'll can't take away beer though. <laughs> um 1841 on this day, Hong Kong proclaimed a sovereign territory of Britain. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and they've been disputing it ever fucking since. Everybody's been fighting over Hong Kong since that day. And China's not going to win. Um, on this but they're day, trying very hard. They don't want Hong Kong to be uh, independent. Lincoln issues a general war order number one, calling for a union offensive. And General George McLennan ignored the order. He said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that. He's like, nope, I like my slaves. It wasn't a war over slavery. People think just no, no, it's just about slaves. Eric, don't that. you know? There was one Read very Wikipedia. small part of a very large <laughs> war. Uh, no, no, it was not. And Abraham Lincoln owned slaves. Abraham Lincoln was not anti-slavery. People don't like to mention that. Um, that was not his. He did. He, he have emancipated them, slaves? but. He was he was a slave owner, just like all everybody else. <laughs> What's the point of having one? <laughs> I certainly hope so. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> right? 
You oh, own man. people. Um, you gotta in 1875 on this day, the electric dental drill is patented by George F. Green. Can you imagine what that thing would have been like? Jesus. <laughs> and then run by he... rats. <laughs> oh god. Probably made out of wood and steam powered. Is is probably actually just a hammer. <laughs> Jesus. Like, hey, come on in. We're gonna make your teeth look worse. And it probably cost an insane amount of money. And that's what he was the first dentist to be like, okay, you gotta come back every six months for your cleaning. <laughs> Uh, aren't I cleaning them every day at home by myself? It's different. I don't think so. You got to pay <laughs> me to do it. What? I don't think that makes oh, any man, sense. See you in six months. Oh, okay. <laughs> See how your gums are bleeding? It's because you keep poking them with that metal thing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it doesn't prove anything. You're bad at your job. I'm not paying you for this. I don't agree with dentists, kids. In case you, like, I do. I mean, I, I, I agree with them when you need them. I don't um, think you need them every six months. On this day months. in 1905, the world's largest yeah, exactly was found in South Africa. It is a 3,106 carat cullion. Cullinan. Cullinan. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 And it's not from Canada? That's disappointing. I would have assumed it was Canadian. Fucking 3,106 I don't like it. Jesus. Um, I wanted to find out. This one actually has a link. Um, where, where is that now? One carat, depending on size. Your Three thousand carats. What's a one carat diamond worth? Between, I don't know, hundred and fifty to thousand bucks. No. So that diamond, three thousand carats. Um, that's like. Well, here I'll give you. I'll see if we can get a get that number three, right here. Three thousand, um, three million bucks. That's not. It that was ten point one centimeters long. So four inches long, two and a half inches wide, and two point three inches deep. Um, it is worth. Let me see huh. here. The diamond, so when unsold for like two years, um, the Transvaal colony ended up buying the diamond on behalf of King Edward the. The was that V one one seven? Um, they paid one hundred and fifty thousand pounds, which is the equivalent seven, of fifteen uh, million yeah, pounds seven. in twenty sixteen. Three hundred grand. Um, so yeah, fifteen million. Yes, yes, going fucking crazy. Shiny weird. rocks. And it's not even yeah. a De Beers diamond. Nope, That's disappointing. I would have thought I would have just up. assumed that the, the biggest diamond came from Canada because we've got the best yeah. ones. It sucks. <laughs> I don't care. 
I, I don't care about diamonds. I don't see why they're cool. I don't understand. This like, it could have been granite. It could have been, like, it could have been anything. We just picked a rock and said, this one's worth a bunch things. of money. Because for the longest time, diamonds actually weren't really worth that much. Oh, yeah. Then De Beers changed that. No. Yeah. I see. I think I liked when saffron was worth more than gold. That's cool. That makes sense. I love saffron. There was a time when I think it was like tulips or something like that were the big thing. Uh, they were worth I make a phenomenal saffron cream sauce. It is just so good. Literally just heavy cream, butter, and saffron. I don't ever <laughs> use it for anything. Oh. You know what's. You know, I'm checking out this. On this day in history, I don't make in 1910, heavy I rains caused floods things. in Paris. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It, they must have been, so. like, some extraordinary <laughs> floods. I, I don't know about, like, the Paris floods, but I'm sure if it's big enough to mention, it was probably bad. <laughs> Just because of that. <laughs> Like is that that's why the Eiffel Tower is all rusty? Uh, I don't know. I'm speculating. I heard the Eiffel yeah. Tower sucks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you just get there and it's just like a big wrought iron fucking bench. It's not exciting at all. I would like to go to France. I know that sounds weird, but I would like to check it out. Yeah, fuck it. Like I'd like to do the Europe thing. Just go go to all the important countries oh yeah france france england italy portugal all those ones just just spend a couple days i i, I would like to see europe oh, it's not on my priority list by any means yeah. but if Quick i could be someone was like hey do you want to go see europe i got a seat on my plane i'd be like sure i think i'm ready now in life to go somewhere where i don't speak the language <laughs> i chickened out when i was young i had a chance to go to japan and i didn't because, well, number one, I would starve to death. And two, uh, I, it terrifies me to be I somewhere where thing. I don't I understand the people around me. I got offered a job in, uh, in uh, like that, At the time, it was frightening. For now, I think I could enjoy it. For my, uh, for my dad. And this guy was very impressed with what I did and my knowledge and all the shit I could bring to the table. And he offered me a straight-up job. And that was initially, I was going to say, well, fuck yeah, because they're going to pay me. Like, And this is going back like a long time ago. Like I was 17. Well, not in this town. This town is a lot more like English in Germany like than in Japan. People, and all 300 you probably people could have been okay. Company, and not one lick of English between the whole town. Um, so I would have been the only English person. But That's they were going to pay me $26 an hour equivalent um, and free housing, uh, housing all fully paid for. Um, all I got to do is pay for food. That was my only expense in Germany. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. And German, it couldn't be that hard to learn German, like enough to get by. I barely get through English half the time. Like I probably know enough French to fake my <laughs> way through a couple of conversations if I have to. My Japanese is terrible, but I I actually studied that, like. I was good. I tried really hard at that. French, I didn't try. It's just I remember it because you fucking you already have to. 
I don't really remember much. Eels on, eels on, news on, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know what it all means. I could fake my way through a conversation if I had to, though. Because French, they just really, they just Michael take English words that. and put la in front of them. That's most of the language, anyway. <laughs> Le Michel. Uh, this Le is going to be one you'll, you'll enjoy. Um, Le Michel. Former Ford Motor Company executive Henry Leland. I already do. Launches the Lincoln Motor Company. Which he ended up selling back to Ford. <laughs> yes. Kind of interesting. <laughs> interesting life, that guy. Very, very interesting. There's some documentaries about him. Um, that's cool. 1920. Um, how about this one? Little, little, little back local when Ford was thing. not oh, a laughing stock. Uh, in 1921, Toronto NHL center Corb Denany, he scores six goals to lead St. Patrick's to a 10 to three win over the Hamilton Tigers in Toronto. <laughs> and that was the last time the Toronto Hamilton won a game. Tigers. <laughs> yeah, they went far. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Well, a playoff game, anyway. I was talking about them today because I was. We were talking about Tim Horton. Oddly enough, because Tim Horton, uh, that oh. that girl that that no longer works there, she did not know that Tim Hortons is not a Canadian restaurant. Oh, was he really? So we were talking about that, no. and then we got we got into like how Tim Horton was actually a nut, and he didn't he didn't start Tim Hortons. <laughs> he, he he bought into it later. Like someone's like, I'm gonna start a place and call it Tim Hortons, and then Tim Horton was like, I should probably have something to do with that. <laughs> but he got he was like crazy best with his like donut shop. He was a weird dude. And then I was I I've always been disappointed that we I never opened like Wendell Clark's to compete with it. Because <laughs> I was a Wendell Clark fan. He was one of the last, he's one of the best, like that awesome was, 80s, dude, just mustache and 80s dude. Like, it's, he was the 80s. <laughs> yes, there is, that's right. <laughs> and there's a great Rio Static song about him. It is called The Ballad of Wendell Clark. There's a great story. If you can listen to the Rio Static's uh, live album, kids, uh, you'll hear my friend Keith who at the Real Statics concert got called up on stage and they're like, what's your name? And he's like, Keith. And they're like, who's your favorite hockey player, Keith? They're in the middle of the Ballad of Wendell Clark. They just stop and take a break and talk to the audience <laughs> in the middle of the song. They're playing the Ballad of Wendell Clark. They go, Keith, who's your favorite hockey player? Dude couldn't name one to oh, save his life. They finally look at him and they're like, what's the name of the song, Keith? Uh, so he kind of blew it. He blew it famously and they put it on their live album their live double album you can hear keith fucking just blowing the opportunity to say wendell clark and then they Speaking go that's of, right on this day in 1934 no. Nazi couldn't Germany see reality with a pair of binoculars non-aggression treaty <laughs> yeah that worked out for you <laughs> 
Those Poland and Nazi Germany sign a non-aggression treaty. That's like me signing a non-whacking off treaty. That is not going to be adhered to for very long. Like if there's a no masturbation like treaty that I sign, I would be in violation of that treaty immediately um, after this show. In 1939, filming begins for Gone with the Wind. <laughs> nope, still working on it. They're waiting for... Um... Oh, oh yeah, well, have they finished sorry, they're, yet? They're waiting for uh, Axl Rose to finish <laughs> the soundtrack. <laughs> that... <laughs> If you guys want, that's awesome. If you guys want a good classic movie, watch Brigadoon. That's a good movie. Gone with the Wind is boring as fuck. People don't mention that. It's a stupid movie about a stupid concept. It's just dumb. Um, yeah. Go watch Brigadoon. That's a good old movie. And Sid Charisse is way hotter than anyone in Gone with the Wind. She's the first, like, old lady who was, like, old when I saw her, but, like, she was super hot when she was young, and she's the first, like, old actress. I was like, wow, she's hot. And then and then yeah. uh, I was a big Marilyn Monroe guy for a while. Yep. And then oh, I yeah. discovered Audrey Hepburn, and that finished it for me. She's She was uh, hot till the day remember, she remember I mentioned in 1934, Nazi Germany and Poland signed a 10-year after that. Yeah. Uh, well, on this day... No, on this day in 1940, so six years later, Nazi yeah. forbid Polish Jews to travel on 1934 trains. 1934 and a half. They violated. <laughs> we won't get aggressive as long as you don't get yeah, on the train. That's probably could be seen as aggressive. <laughs> I think. Perhaps something was lost in the uh, translation. This day in 1945, the Soviet forces reach Auschwitz concentration camp. That's a big one. Uh, they, they just got there. And probably threw a party. <laughs> and what did they do? They got there and said, wow, what a gas. <laughs> they just got there. And they were like, hey, anybody want a shower? And they're like, no. He's going to get canceled at those two last jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. I love because nobody can. Nobody can cancel us. <laughs> I certainly. No, we're not getting canceled. I'm canceling cancel culture. Um, I'm on canceling this day in being canceled. Groundbreaking begins at Disneyland. It's not happening this year. That's a pretty cool one. That's pretty neat. Oh, crazy. <laughs> Groundbreaking what? Uh, well, uh, that's that's they, nothing. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 54. I thought I was older than that. That's not that old. Uh, I bet you they still have some of the rides going right? from then. Disneyland I've never been there. I don't care to go there. It doesn't interest me in the slightest. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, so do I. But I, I've been. I think it's the other way around. Yeah. I, I, I always get them mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> the um, exactly. that's the one that stayed open. They were like, "There's no COVID Disneyland." Fuck you. Uh, 
love it. I want to go to Florida very, very badly this year. I think that might be have to be my vacation. <laughs> um, I really, I just want to go down and see the yeah, people who well. just did COVID right. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> there was such a beacon of light in the whole debacle. Hey, how'd all those spring breakers do? Are they all dead now? That's tragic, right? Oh no, wait, none of them are. are you hmm. Tonight, by Elvis interesting. Presley, number one. There you go. Um, uh, Crazy. On this day in 1961, the first woman personal physician to a U.S. president um, was announced. Uh, so it's Janet T. Travell. And she was John F. Kennedy's personal physician. He was fucking her. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, you go get me a lady doctor. <laughs> I would like a lady doctor. You'll love this one. Are you drunk enough to sleep with me yet? <laughs> um... Hey, doctor, <laughs> let's go back to my pool and swim. And by pool, I mean bathtub. And by swim, I mean have sex. This day in 1962, Bishop Burke of Buffalo Catholic Diocese <laughs> declared Bishop Burke of Buffalo. Bishop Burke of Buffalo? That is how I would um, introduce myself every day, no matter what situation. Hi, I'm Bishop Bird from Buffalo. This is a cool name. All Catholic schools. It's like Tom Tuttle from Tacoma. <laughs> well, Bishop Burke from Buffalo, you were absolutely you know, right. That that just that worked well for you, you dumbass. <laughs> Everybody listen to Bishop Burke from Buffalo. Yep. It's like, uh, it just reminds me of John. I just want to see hear John Candy say that because in Home Alone, when he was Tom Tuttle from Tacoma, uh, Bishop Burke from Buffalo. The twist. I'm Tom Tuttle from Tacoma. I like that. Bishop Burke, you're right. What was the song? Sorry, which one? Twist and Show? The Twist. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. That was like crazy subversive. It's but the dance it's the that twist. What the do. fuck? And not get it's the tired. twist. It's not even like a cool dance. It was kind of weak. <laughs> that was like the Macarena of its time. It's like, oh, we can't have this. Children, I'm not going to take your That's devil down. music. <laughs> it's the twist. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That's okay. Like it, but you draw the line at the twist. Hey, the ass rape is okay, but the twist—that's um, a little too much. The Coast Guard officially got its name because before that, it was known as the Canadian Marine Service. So, in nineteen sixty-two, they renamed it Coast Guard. That's cool. Well, they really don't guard the uh, coast all that often. The Marine Service sounds better, actually. No. They do a lot of good for the world, but it's not just guarding the coast. <laughs> so on the same day that that was being then, done, 
then uh, we shut down their stations anyway. Uh, this um, it missed the moon by twenty two thousand miles. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's NASA math. He'll either be right on the moon or off by twenty two thousand miles. That's not bad. It's pretty close. Yep. <laughs> um, I like that they've sucked right from the beginning. Get on your NASA. That's all it tells me. I have no idea. Have and no that idea. was was that a satellite or was that a a lander or what was? <laughs> well, Ranger um, one. On this day in 1963, well, the major league rules committee voted to expand the strike zone, make it a little bit bigger. Um. Yep. Yeah. Um. Ooh. Oh, uh, on this day in 1967, the USSR performs Ish. nuclear test um, at Sari Shagan, USSR. I don't know what the fuck it is. But, yeah. Probably close. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, that's probably Here's close. Um, um, so while Russia was performing they, their that's nuclear crazy. tests, Cool. Um, Chicago, yeah. the, the the great Chicago blizzard uh, hit. Uh, uh, no. Um, and they say that's not a coincidence. Uh, that hit a record twenty three inches. The of nuclear test fall. didn't set off the great Chicago um, blizzard. I think it did. Eight hundred buses and fifty thousand automobiles to be abandoned. That's insane. And that was just the beginning of the Great Blizzard, too. Like that was just that was the first. That's day. crazy. We had two feet of snow. <laughs> Fuck it. Why would you just abandon? Just leave it. What? <laughs> it's my car. Leave it. It'll be oh, here in the spring. Man. I would not just abandon my car. Yeah, we'll we'll give you that. <laughs> Craziness. Well, Chicago, at least you're getting better. Yeah, I, I'm starting to form. And not only that, but I'm running out of anything interesting left over here. Now you're just full of gunshots. All right, dude, you're starting to sound tired. Are you tired now? And I am as well. Um, we will talk some news tomorrow night. It's our Wednesday show. I'm trying to get a guest, but it's not looking good. But next week, all guests. Or one. Love I don't it. know. We'll see. Um, this was really fun. Thanks for the history lessons. Those are always my favorite. Um, everybody be good to old people because um, we're smarter than you. Um, and until tomorrow night, take <laughs> care of each other. That's all you're getting. Yeah, and fuck it, whatever. <laughs> That's like a presidential speech for me. It's a positive. <laughs> That's as positive as you're getting out of him, guys. So take it while you can. I, I'm out. <laughs> Pretty much. I liked it. It was optimistic. <laughs> uh, you know, my friend, I really got to go. I gotta, I'm going to piss. <laughs> Here you go. Bye. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey. Peace. I'm starving. Bye. <laughs>
loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.